why you get triggered. Thank your biology. Humans don't like to change their mind. There's a reason for this. I'm gonna talk about some of the other reasons, some of the ancestral evolutionary reasons why humans succumb to the things they succumb to, which is more germane now than ever, but it's always gonna be important. Knowing how your brain works, why you kind of go in certain directions naturally, and so that if you want to change where you're going, you know how to do that. You have to first understand why you tick. There's something known as consistency bias. There's a there's a ton of these biases, right, that, that humans just naturally fall victim to, and they are all a byproduct of our evolution. So when you live in a small band of hunter-gatherers in, in, the, in the wild, you're, you're wandering around, you sleep and eat together, you all wake up, that's your family. If you weren't all on the same page, it was a threat to the group. If you had a consensus about an idea, maybe an area you don't go to, or certain hunting practices that you do or don't do engage in, certain foods you eat or don't eat, certain waters you don't drink out of certain streams. And a lot of hunter-gatherers knew these things. They, they discovered over generations, generations of like, if you drink that stream, you're going to get sick. If you hunt in this area, you're probably going to get, you know, po there's snakes everywhere or there's like, I don't know, insert danger. These narratives kept our ancestors safe. For our ancestors to be able to utilize these narratives and these ideas to stay safe and to procreate and to propel the species, they had to form very strong belief systems. This is why it is so hard for us to change our minds. This is why tribalism, dogma, us versus them, these things are built into our species. If we didn't distrust outsiders, well, we could have found other humans in the wild and maybe we're friendly or whatever. Every group that we would come across because humans, in a lot of cases, were the greatest threat to other humans, especially when we started dominating the food chain. Every human that you came across, even if one in 10 was warlike, well, if you didn't go in hyper-vigilant, hyper-protecting yourself, hyper-careful, that one in 10 group would have wiped you out. Those that did that, the humans that took that approach are not here today, they didn't survive. The humans that were extra careful, that were even you know, afraid, fearful, hyper-vigilant, about protecting your group, your tribe, and as seeing others that you didn't know as outsiders, those genes got passed on because that was a better strategy to survive in the wild. Evolutionary psychology is fascinating. It explains everything from mating to sex to relationships to everything from like marriage and our modern invention and society and money and fear and racism, and tribalism, everything is explained. It's just like when you study an animal in nature. You study the animal's behaviors, its habitat, the things in the habitat, the other creatures that it's involved in, the, the weather, the terrain, all these things can help explain why a creature does what it does. It's the same way for humans. Understanding your ancestral past and evolutionary psychology is your best bet at becoming a functional, rational, well-adjusted, well-balanced, even well-fulfilled, happy human today. It really is, I believe that because you understand everything about yourself. You understand why you lead to certain negativity and you do certain things and you fight against yourself at sometimes. You tell yourself stories, peer pressure, all these things can explain why you do what you do. It can lead you to a better life when you can understand them and use them to your advantage rather than becoming a victim to them. That's what we need more than ever with everything that's going on now. People are falling victim to dogma. They are yelling and screaming and kicking and shaming and doing things that are not productive. They are actually regressing a lot of what's going on now. They are not progressing it. And the dogma, the us first and the tribalism the half-truths, the fake news, the lack of challenging one's own beliefs, these are all part of the problem they are contributing. And if we're not careful, we're gonna be leading to some, some crazy future, civil war maybe. I won't get into that today, 
But you can follow me on Instagram if you want to learn more about that. Colin Stucker, the Shut Up No One Cares podcast is a new show. You'll find links below. I'm doing a lot more content related to mindset and development and growth and not falling a victim to dogma, et cetera. A lot of germane topics. So if you're interested in that, go check those out. Links below. The final reason that humans have such a hard time changing our mind is because if you weren't shown as being consistent, if you weren't shown as being reliable to your group, just the way we like with our friends and our family and our relationships, we like consistency. We don't like feeling betrayed. We don't like feeling people are wishy-washy and we can't trust them. If you were wishy-washy, your tribe couldn't trust you. You would potentially be killed or exiled from the tribe because you'd be a liability. And as a result, if you were exiled, you're dead. And if you were killed, you're dead. Those that took that approach in the past did not survive to procreate and those genes would have been weeded out of the gene pool. So you understand that back in the day, humans, we couldn't alter our environment the way we can today with the technology that we've created. So we had to respond to our environment and mother nature programmed us to do certain things so that we would have survival so that we would raise offspring, and then so that those offspring would repeat the same strategies that worked for the forebears. And since technology has come around in this modern environment, things have changed so fast that mother nature hasn't had a chance to kind of program us in the right way. You can actually see evolution happening today. This is not a very PC topic, but it's a reality. You have modern everything, food, systems, computers, screens, environments, supplements, drugs, you have all this modern technology and these modern inventions. And you have some people that are doing well. They're, they're healthy, they're fit, they're optimal, they're making more resources, they have access to mates, they can procreate, etc. And then you have people that are overweight, that are sick, that are dying young, early deaths, that are raising children that grow up to be obese because it's inherited <laughs> and they're fed fake foods and they don't get outside, they don't exercise, they sit in front of a screen. What we're seeing also is a polarization. We're seeing a bigger divide. So like the people, like maybe you, that are watching this video are probably gonna be the health conscious. You're gonna spend more time investing in your health. You're gonna use tools around you, YouTube videos, podcasts, tracking apps, gadgets, good nutrition, you know, all these things. You'll perform better, you'll make more money, you'll keep investing in your health, and you'll basically move closer to the healthy end of the spectrum as much as possible, and then you'll pass that on to your children, and they'll do the same thing over and over and over again, successive generations in the future. On the flip side though, those that don't have their habits in check, that are addicted to cheap processed food, that are basically corporate slaves to the food system and pharmaceutical and all these different things are gonna become sicker and sicker, live shorter lives, and then pass those bad habits and those bad genes even, those maladapted genes down to the next generation. And that's just gonna amplify from generation to generation. You have a divide. If you went back 50 years and you looked at humans, almost everybody was thin. We're talking like less than 5% obesity rate. It's now reached over 50%. In the next 20 years, it could potentially reach like 60 to 80% where you have a small group of humans that are healthy and then you have the masses that are not. And that's a lot of why I do what I do is to try to prevent that. You know, it's one thing for adults that can do certain things and they just don't care. I don't really have time for them. But what irks me the most is the children that are growing up with these bad ideas, with these bad habits, with this bad food, and nobody's fighting for them. So that's why I do what I do. All of us can be uh, a bastion of change, of leadership, and we need to do that. We need to lead others by example. And then when they come around and they're finally ready, that's when we help them. So there's a reason you get triggered. It's your biology. 
And when you do get triggered, it should be a sign that you should question why you're getting triggered, what you can do to improve, and whether you're focused on objective reality and facts or just emotion. And that's gonna make you better in literally every single way. And what we need to prevent is we need to prevent the polarization of our species. We need this in the political spectrum. We need this in the health spectrum. We need it everywhere. We need to make an equitable, fair, just place for humanity, for our fellow brothers and sisters, for our fellow humans. And unfortunately, the systems that are around us, the technology, the corporations, the interests, it's fighting us. It's making things worse. We legit need a health revolution. The recent shows us that. But now with this new movement, we also need a revolution of thought and we need to kill dogma and we need to stand up for truth and for data and for facts and not just for emotion. Emotion will further polarize our species and lead us to destruction. I'm going to be shifting some of my content on this channel to talk about that. If that's not really your interest, that's fine. I will still be putting out carnivore videos and trying to help every way I can with that. And I'll be moving maybe a little bit more to a flexible carnivore approach and or a kind of animal-based approach. I don't really know what it's going to look like, but I believe that an animal-based, a primarily animal-based approach is the best diet for humans, but that there is a lot of variability and flexibility within that to have certain things from the plant kingdom and how that's a better strategy for reaching more people rather than just saying everybody should eat only meat because I don't think that message is going to ever go that far. I think we need to have a nuanced approach as it goes with everything to have better results. So I hope you got some video out of this. Drop a comment below. Let me know what you think about this. Anything that kind of struck your fancy, maybe anything that triggered you. Why did it trigger you? What's that hot button topic for you? Maybe explore that. Maybe try to question yourself. Let's help each other rather than attack each other.